0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the inaugural episode of your new favorite horror podcast, the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, a podcast so scary that genius... It's a guarantee to give Freddy nightmares. Oh, and if you are not on the ground howling with laughter like a marsupial, although I guess the less uh, said about that particular howling uh, movie, the better. (laughs) I know it has its fans, but got pouches. You can't go wrong with an Australian set, uh, a werewolf film set in the Outback. I think it would have been better with dingoes. It would have <laughs> made
1: more sense, you know, were-dingoes. Where dingoes
0: actually it rolls off the yeah, tongue nicely. babies,
1: you know. <laughs>
0: a di- where dingo ate my baby! <laughs> they ate your baby! <laughs> it was a gem the size of a tangerine. See, that's the only way I can actually try right. to do that Australian accent. How and- do you speak Australian? Dingo. What Elaine Bennis lo- loves. <laughs> All right, as if you can't tell, we are an, uh, a, a horror podcast, if you will, and we are exclusively horror here on Nightmare Junkhead. Mm-hmm. But we're be we are proud to be part of oh, the yeah. Boom Howdy Podcast Network. Boom Howdy, yeah, absolutely, man. You're 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 the only place to go for your pop culture needs, and mm-hmm. you know we kind of try to encapsulate a lot of things on the uh, the uh, the website and the network, but. I'm glad we are the ones that get to focus on the good things in life. Oh yeah, the bloody good things. The bloody good things. The horror movie. The yeah. horror genre, which I don't think has enough love out there. You, you know? know, not enough. Not enough. Nearly. Not and enough. that is what this podcast is going to celebrate. Is the new horror, the old horror, the the unheard of horror, if underground you will.
1: classics, cult favorites, brand new things, everything that encapsulates all the absolutely the dark shit. We like to you know take off the
0: blinders you have and you know mm-hmm. expose you to all the good shit that's out there. We have such sights to show you. Well, my name is Greg, and with me is you know the one and only. You may have heard him elsewhere. You know if you're a horror hound, you may have seen him trolling on some websites. You know <laughs> if he's you know pro. Testing out in front of one of the local theaters because you know the shit's just not horrific enough for it. Right.
1: You call this an R-rated movie? In my day, we had tits and blood, bush, blood and boobs, y'all—the right three B's. But genius, Mickey, how are you? I'm doing very fine and
0: Danny likes sour candy, like as always, man. My man just you know ha- is just hardline to the good <laughs> shit, man. It's amazing. Uh, but yes, no, this podcast we're gonna do. We're like, as as the genius said old movies, new movies, the unheard of, mm-hmm. the, you know, but more importantly, man, we're going to have specific segments for our episodes, you know, and now here's the thing, we've got a lot of them, because we've been planning this out, yeah. <laughs> we may get a couple in an episode, we only may get one, but we guarantee you it's going to be worth your time.
1: Yeah, just listen, you'll have a good time.
0: Absolutely, now, I've got a question to ask you, Genius, yeah, um, you are a horror aficionado. I would like to think so. Absolutely, you know, if I have questions about horror movies, uh, you know, what's going on in horror, I feel like I can come to you for
1: that. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, before today, had you ever seen the movie Starry Eyes? No, I have not. I've heard things about it. And oh. I've, uh, of course, Atomic uh, Cotton has this awesome t shirt.
0: Absolutely. Like and if you don't know who Atomic Cotton is, do us a favor. Please check them out. They're yes. an
1: amazing They're fucking rad, is what it design is. Design
0: company that yeah.
1: focuses on the horror,
0: the cult. Uh, they put out a shirt for Starry Eyes. In fact, that's actually, I had heard some m- rumblings on the internet. But it wasn't until I saw their website and I saw that
1: shirt and I was like, right. oh, yeah, that's. And, and they're the same way I discovered American Mary. I saw the shirt and I heard it. I saw the shirt and I'm like, well, that looks, that's a cool ass design. And I'm like, oh, it's the American Mary shirt. And I'm like, oh, American Mary. So then,
0: in, in many ways, they're kind of our gateway yeah, to some they, of the more modern horror that's right, out there, they which they is you. incredible. Like, how does that happen? You know, just the genesis as a shirt company that leads us to the good stuff. Yeah. And here's the thing, though. If you would have asked me, uh, you know, go ahead, ask. Uh, Ask me had I seen Starry Eyes. Greg,
1: I have a question. Yeah, Greg, what's up? Question. What's going on? What's going on? Have you ever seen the movie Starry Eyes? What was that again? Starry Eyes. Starry Eyes. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, no, yeah, okay. okay. Now, so,
0: what you just heard is an example of when someone calls you out on something that you're supposed to have seen, mm-hmm. my... My immediate defense is for my voice to rise. Just, yeah, I've seen that, man. I've seen that. So I've seen it twice. So I've seen him. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: ever suck dick for coke? Yeah, I've seen him. i seen him.
0: God love Dave Chappelle, man. <laughs> Gotta love it. No, actually, no. And that was the guy that said, i seen him was from, if I remember right, wasn't he from the real world? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, which is uh, Tommy, I believe it was from the real yeah, world. Yeah, because it was Bob saying, I oh, used to suck dick for coke. Uh, How many people just, you know, their childhood got ruined by that little visage? You gotta love it. But this is going to be one of the segments we will have on this episode because... I will say this, you know, I'm a child of the 80s. I grew up in what I consider the the heyday, yeah, the, the, the salad age. days of yeah. horror. And because of that, I haven't really had a chance to catch up on a lot of the good stuff. And so for this segment, this doesn't this isn't going to happen too often because, honestly, there's not a lot of movies out there that either the genius or myself have not seen. Right. So this particular segment, we are actually going to, I guess, uh, you know... Let us finally admit to the horror crowd that this is a movie we haven't seen. We know we should be have seen it at this point. Yeah, because there was a lot of like a lot of hype and I would heard like, nothing but good things about this right. movie. Um, the, and again, the very fact that Atomic Cotton had put a shirt out that was that was a newer movie that didn't mm-hmm. you know have the cult following yet.
1: Not, it's it's going to get it. It's yeah, that's amazing.
0: It. What's kind of cool with a movie like this is you can you feel like it it's going to have that cult appeal. Yeah. you know it didn't do really well upon
1: its initial release but then word of mouth, mm-hmm. home video. And for those of you listening, please don't take us like we're trying to be horror hipsters. Hey, like, no, no, well, no, no. We no. saw that movie before everybody else because we're cool like that as I play my ukulele and I'm right. on my unicycle. And I
0: am like, you know, mimicking playing a stringless violin. Right. You know, Let's go
1: watch New Girl,
0: you know? <laughs> it's adorable, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, my mind is actually is actually admitting that I've got this blind spot and I need to be educated on it. And it's movies and opportunities like this. It's only gonna make me grow as a horror
1: fan. Yeah. Because
0: damn was this a horror movie?
1: This was a hardcore. This is a this movie was grand.
0: So so Starry Eyes came out in 2014. We just saw it video on demand, mm-hmm. and so it really—I don't even know if it necessarily got a theatrical release. I don't think so. I never saw and we've it, got some good theaters here in town mm-hmm. that actually play a lot of a good lot of stuff,
1: whole, like, like what we saw Wolf Cop, yes. uh, What we do in the Shadows, uh, uh, Dark Was the Night, Editor, yeah. Editor, so you know, we yeah. get
0: to see a lot of the indie horror, and I don't remember this mm-hmm. coming
1: through. Yeah, I think it only played at like certain film festivals or anything like that, so and I'm so
0: like, that had it had its opportunity to look, get a bit of the word of mouth because I, you know, frequent a bunch of websites, Boom Howdy included, you know, but. In <laughs> In terms of, you know, you start hearing about these little horror movies that come out of these independent festivals. Mm-hmm. And then if it's the good stuff, will rise to the top. Yeah. Because let's face it, there are an oversaturation of horror movies out there, so... And not all of them are good. No, and in this day and age, you know, practically anyone can make a movie, and so, therefore, there are a lot of movies out there. Mm -hmm. So, one of the things that I'm always complaining about, no more than anything, is, you know, back in the day before the lovely days of the internet, is you had to wade through a lot of shit to find the good stuff. Oh, and
1: you still do, in a way, you know, I mean... But you'd have to go by the covers alone on the... Exactly. You know,
0: here now, good God, you've got about every way to possibly review and Mm -hmm. preview the movie, Yeah, even IMDb before movies come out. Oh, absolutely, yeah, and uh, pre-production stuff. Yeah, And so I don't want to say, you know, the younger kids have been spoiled. because but they have. Well, you know, in many ways they have, but at the same time, oh, what have technology wrought because of the overabundance of information. Yeah. So it's rare for a movie like this to actually rise and then... And again, we never saw it. It's one of those that I'm no, like, yeah, yeah, I've seen, you know, because you wanted to save face. Because right. let's face it. Right. You're being constantly evaluated. because, you know, as we're horror nerds, not mm-hmm. horror hipsters. Not that there's anything wrong with horror hipsters. Mm-hmm. But occasionally you got to save face and you don't want to be like, that yeah, guy. Yeah, I see. Seen that because then everyone's like, oh, you haven't seen Starry Eyes yet? Right.
1: You lose a little bit of points. Exactly. So yeah. you know,
0: this is our opportunity to atone for that. Mm-hmm. And admit, you know what, we haven't seen it yet, but, but damn. We have
1: now. <laughs> yes, and that's where
0: we're gonna go ahead and talk a little bit about Starry Eyes. Uh, came out in 2014, co-wrote and co-directed by Kevin Kalsh. And Dennis Widmeyer, so it was a it was a co-op mm-hmm. team up on that, and I'm curious, and you know, upon doing a little bit of research, but to see what else they have put out because yeah. I'm really intrigued by this film because this is one yeah. of those movies that combines a number of different not genres but you know specific directors, specific yes. styles, specific things, themes in yeah. this movie, man, mm-hmm. and. So one of the things, uh, number one, we wanted to talk about is the uh, the uh, performance of the lead actress in this movie. Mm, she is
1: fine like
0: wine, too, man. Alexandra Esso, and she kills it yeah, in she this knocks movie it out of the park, man. because she has to go through so much. And the base, the very, the basic premise of this movie is it's basically following a young actress in Hollywood in her struggles to make it, right, to just get her foot in the door, and what she'll do to do that and you want to
1: be a star don't you oh and you you immediately cast all these visions of these horrible
0: casting couches you know you know they've got you know loads of pornography made about it you Mm. hear these horror the horror stories you know these actresses and it does go down that avenue yeah but in a such a different horrific way yeah
1: in in like in expected unexpected ways oh yeah absolutely you know you
0: you kind of know what's going to happen but then you This is a very good movie not to give anything away with because I think the less you know of it, the better of a reveal it is. Yeah. Because one of the things that we were mentioning was I've seen a lot of newer horror movies that have come out, and I don't, and I kind of point this towards, but um, Ty West, mm-hmm. kind of the master of the slow burn. Yeah. You know, just what those movies that start in it, and it's a little bit of a draw, a little bit of a drag. It's just com- some character development,
1: but. Yeah, and there's characters where you're just like, man. Oh,
0: and this 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 movie guys. does supply you with some, uh, dis- and they're not disposable by any means. No. But good but,
1: Lord. Yeah, you know, you in every horror movie, there's like, man, I hope that fucker dies, you know, like Shelly in uh, the Friday Friday the 13th. 13th. And like, there's a couple of others where you're just like, you know, you're just like, man, I hope that motherfucker
0: Fodder for beat. the villain, man. Yeah, please, just somebody
1: kill him already.
0: And there's... Actually, it's one of her her friends, and I say that in quotes, but oh, good Lord, she oh, is a a as... Bitch. She is as nasty as you can get to her. Can we say cunt? I I, I don't see why not. Well, she is a cunt. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was the <laughs> C-word, man. Like, <laughs> the stuff that was coming out of her mouth was just awful oh, and yeah. just so... Vign- and she was an, another aspiring actress, and so you had elements of in fact the 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 opening shot in this was really good because it was the the lead actress alexandra or sarah as she is in the movie looking at her body in the mirror and she's super and just finding th- faults yeah just and like she's super every thin fault
1: she could find she would like
0: accentuate it
1: oh it was just it was very telling it
0: was a very st- in a very stark way to open the movie yeah and then it, there's a horrible transition there because she is a she's a waitress at this uh company called Hot taters, yeah, <laughs> and my God, all I got was a um, did you ever see that South Park episode when they had raisins, these raisins yeah. good, <laughs> sadly, that's all I could think of at the time, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's just a horribly degrading job, and it's it's it speaks of what I'm sure is the average you know person that you tries to do, make you it
1: do what you got to do, absolutely, you know? you
0: know it's not where she was in, but then it shows like little bits and pieces of her auditioning, and eventually she ends lands up for a an audition for a horror movie. Which is where, for me, the movie really took off. Yeah, it which gets a I'm little like. meta. It does get very <laughs> it gets meta, meta because you think about, you know, all the nasty horror movies that are out there, the ones that have never seen the light of day, and what did the people that acted in those movies have to do? Mm-hmm.
1: And you want to be a star, don't you? Oh, oh, you just get, you just get. <laughs> do that. I have to? Yeah. Yeah. If any of you
0: ever saw the movie Fame and how quickly <laughs> Fame turned on its head, when poor Coco has to go into her audition scene. That makes him not want to live forever. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to fly. No. And, Hi. Uh, oh, my God. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, but this movie does touch upon that. Yeah. And there's a couple
1: of great scenes where she freaks out. Yeah. And it's and when she just goes into that little like tantrum. She has oh. a tantrum because she didn't get the part. And then from then, it gets dark
0: there's it's stuff starts happening it starts getting dark it does not really quick no 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 no, That's just slow burns but and what's interesting is you mentioned you're like you know you
1: you can appreciate the slow burn but at the same time you're like i need it right i was i literally in like halfway through the half first half of the movie i was like okay this movie needs to either pick up the pace Mm -hmm. or some shit needs to go down or i'm gonna lose interest because everybody has that point where you're watching the movie and you're like man this. Fucking turning into fried green tomatoes real quick, right? <laughs> I'm glad
0: you didn't say steel magnolias. We would have had words. Right.
1: <laughs> That's another just one Just look altogether. out the window. No, but... Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm driving Miss Daisy. I'm just trying to take it to Piggly Wiggly. Okay, don't take that tone with me. No, but... <laughs> but anyway, so... There was like a part where it was like I was starting to get a little like okay, this is supposed to be a horror movie. Where's the horror? Where is the horror? And then next thing I know, there it is. Just... So so we we agreed that there's definitely
0: a lot of director homages, mm-hmm. things and what have oh, you. Yeah. So throw one out here for me. Uh, definitely the music of John Carpenter. Oh my God, there are bits and pieces yeah. through this movie, man. Some 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 Carpenter-esque cues yeah. that come yeah. up and there and by the way if you haven't picked up the John Carpenter's Lost Themes oh, album Oh the shit you I mean, need I was to get into it. it. It's so good and that's what this actually evoked cuz there I wrote it down I was actually taking notes and I was like yo this is a JC score here. Yeah definitely. It was very sparse, very minimal mm-hmm. but it had like his phrasing and his well so and if you can do that now now, it would have been amazing if it would have actually had been john carpenter, carpenter yeah. that would have been amazing but you know if you're going to pay homage with a horror score mm-hmm. fucking do it with the best man oh yeah and this was good this was i i it didn't take me out but it actually made me go
1: yes mm-hmm. like i thank was you. like yeah i had a big smile when she was walking in the middle of uh yes that, of new york and our, our la and la looked kind of gritty yeah and it had that and they had that gritty carpet yes, for music.
0: It did, and that actually made me wish that this could have been a period piece back when she could have gone to like uh, you know Grand Central in New York, you know, mm-hmm. back in the the gritty, grimy streets yeah, of New York. Yeah, yeah. You and know, I'll talk about like my love of gritty,
1: gritty when we do the Netflix corner because I got a good
0: one. Oh, there we go, there we go. So another uh, <laughs> of all the reasons to, you know to check out our you know future episodes. You know, you're going to get the gritty and grimy of New York. You yeah. know, you can't go wrong with that. Um, but one of the other things that I also picked up on was there's. Once she goes through the audition, I'm not going to spoil with how that goes, but it is pretty horrific. Um, she begins to undergo
1: some transformations,
0: mm-hmm. and straight up, you get some very Cronenbergian,
1: oh, definitely Cronenberg film. Oh my God! Just that, where your body on.
0: starts betraying you and everything, mm-hmm. yeah. and because there's some very visceral, gross images mm-hmm. in this film. Oh yeah, and let me tell you, they go practical in this film, which is another reason why, which is a, which yeah, exactly, which is another reason it so why, much. Yeah, because... because when when you get when you see her. There is I mean it's straight it's straight from the fly she mm-hmm. rips off her her uh, fingernail. Yeah, fingernail. Um, oh, spoilers. Yeah, no, oh, that's, yeah you'll, you'll get <laughs> spoilers. some spoilers here. Ah, but it is just grotesque. And I mean, it, does, and it goes from there as well. And just gets worse and it worse does. and worse. Oh my God. So you've got that yeah. transformation happening. This
1: turns into a meth head.
0: And she, oh, it's the before and yeah, after. Yeah, it is way
1: like faces of meth. This is yeah,
0: <laughs> This is just a long, drawn out <laughs> PSA, basically. Right. You know, it's just why you shouldn't do drugs. Drugs are bad, okay? Okay, drugs don't are make, bad. Don't make deals with dun-dun-dun the devil yes another reason why i love this movie this is such a throwback but it's not outrightly said but there is satan yeah hail satan Mm -hmm. hail satan Satan is involved because Satan is good. Satan, Satan is, is our pal. pal. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna sit by and watch him make satanic pate out of your family. Good lord! And there, there you go. There's a Satanism was all over in the '80s, mm-hmm. and so that's why I really love the fact. Now, again, it wasn't overtly said, but we get hints with
1: that. There's, there's something.
0: Yeah, and because we get the sinister. the five star, we get the five point cross in there, but I. The only time I actually saw more of a pentagram was when it was uh, in the skin.
1: Yeah, indented in his skin.
0: And so you get little bits and pieces of that, which again, I love that.
1: Because it wasn't full on like, our oh, dark lord has set the incubus inside you didn't get all that you didn't it was get swar- hooves you know yeah, yeah, you didn't get kind anything of implied, like that it like, was very much implied yeah there was no devil rape like in, but uh, oh
0: well no actually there
1: is that well <laughs> s- yeah but there I'm- was
0: a point of view scene that was straight out of rosemary's baby mm-hmm. which it was very unsettling and dirty and was one of those moments where again it started yeah. escalating i'm like ooh, like this is this makes me You wanna feel- be
1: stuck. <laughs> you wanna be a star, I I'm
0: you? gonna have to shower after seeing that because it was very yeah, it was
1: it- real. It was like some POV porn oh, shit. Oh, it, it was, was <laughs> very it was unsettling, man. Like I felt
0: guilty like I was in like one of those grindhouse theaters back in the day. Like yeah. I may have been in the splash zone, you know, depending on who was behind like a me. Gallagher's
1: show. You need the yeah. first three aisles might get wet. <laughs> oh, and that's
0: the feeling that this movie had. And um, one of the things I also really liked about it is that you could tell by the veneer. By just the aesthetic, that it was a newer movie, Mm -hmm. just you know, it has that kind of
1: look to it. And there was hipsters running around. Oh my god! Oh, uh,
0: there were some just those those guys that. And one
1: of those were fucking playing a ukulele. I mean, I'm not saying that people who play the ukulele are bad. Don't get me wrong, okay? Because I know some people who play the ukuleles, and they're great people. But at the same time. You got the beard, you got the ukulele, the glasses, the glass, like, hey, look at me, I'm playing. The here. indifferent, ironic, you know, detachment. Right, right. So, I mean, there are, I, I don't have a problem with people playing ukulele. I have problems with hipsters playing ukulele. Yeah,
0: it was definitely, it was very, it was, so it's very much set within the 2010s. The, the, the yes, millennials. The new millennials, yeah. Yes. yeah. And again, and that's what's interesting for me is, I don't identify with them.
1: But they even said there was even like, well, this whole movie was very, very meta on levels because it was like, you know what the problem with the millennial generation is today? And this is millennials talking about millennials. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, yeah, at the least film. you guys, are, at least you know. you <laughs> it's And that's what's
0: amazing is the fact that, again, we come to atonement for not seeing this. It's almost like, yes, we get it. We understand we're from that generation, but look what we can do. Right. And here's a sounding board yeah. that we think you can
1: appreciate and damn. And yeah. And you know what? They hit all the like sweet spots. They did. Hit a lot of sweet I mean, and spots. they hit like some of our favorites. They hit like Carpenter. Mm-hmm. They hit Cronenberg. Mm-hmm. They hit uh, M- uh, Mustafa <laughs> uh, Mustafa Cod. <laughs> yeah, because ultimately,
0: <laughs> it's really interesting. Is her second little audition that she goes in? The first one, you know, they wanted to act. The second one, they asked her to disrobe. Right, and I'm like, oh well, here comes the gratuitous nudity. But to their credit in the in the way it was shot, you didn't see it. There was
1: nothing. I until, mean it was all implied yes. until
0: like the end. Until the end where right. they when that's when a cod would have gotten, you know, I, yeah. I need my boobies, you know. <laughs> yeah. Give me the titas, you mm-hmm. know. And just that that dirty Italian, you know, producer. But um it worked. It worked, yeah. and when you see it, it's not sexy nudity at all. Bullshit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think that's where you know you, as my friend, is a genius, we have we've got a lot to get through in these episodes. You know, every you
0: know this series, we're gonna we're gonna get to the inner core of yeah. why why that unsettled me, and why he's over there like uh, yeah. y'all want some popcorn over here. <laughs> because ultimately, when you do see the nudity, it's it's she has transformed and mm-hmm. has become. This, the what she what they promised her, yes, she would be, you know, the cost of her beauty, of right. her fame, and she literally, literally sucks the life force out of someone, which mm-hmm. was another thing. I was like, Oh, are they gonna go a life force on this? I know, right? Oh, we get the some naked Toby. space vampires, man. Had she
1: pulled a Matilda
0: May, oh, <laughs> good lord, have mercy, I would have stood up and applauded.
1: And there's you know. Patrick Stewart, don't kill her. She needs to come to my school for talented youngsters.
0: <laughs> that now that would be a very interesting crossover—the X Men and Life Force, yeah, space vampires awesome. and mutants. Oh fuck yeah, dude! That'd be sweet. That would—that's uh, to be uh, to be uh, like considered yeah. for your consideration. Mm-hmm. We actually have a format for that particular uh, uh, that particular form. I love it. I love it that uh, we'll be able to do that. Um, so I don't know. There's um, good. And here's the other thing that I and we kinda touched upon earlier, but good gore. Oh like this movie gets gore. This movie gets bloody, y'all. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like this is like some candyman esque, like just splatter. But the thing about don't expect it. In the beginning, because it like once again it's a slow burn, and then when it comes, it comes full force, and it that's and I think that's why it worked because I was like I don't want to say I was getting bored with the movie, but I was like something needs to happen, and then shit happened, and then like it turned into a different movie, and then it turned into another different movie, and so I was like whoa shit, and it turned into one of
0: those just that very brutal, very real, very stomach turning violence, kind of like yeah, almost hostile Yes, very much so, very much so. Um, where again it had that veneer of it just that brutality that mm-hmm. i'm daring you to watch this yeah and shit it was it worked because
1: yeah. i couldn't I, take my eyes off it i, I was know just like, oh, i haven't had i don't know if you saw but I'm like when it should happen i had this like really big grin on my yeah. face i and was it, like yes
0: and it's yeah. incredible that's what's nice like you know that you know the times i had those grins is when i was watching those movies back in the day that i've seen 200 times right you know i have a feeling this is going to be one of those movies. That can be a cool litmus test yeah. just in terms of like because we were met, we were kind of making fun of earlier. But, you know, audition, you know, this is another you <laughs> yeah. talked about a movie with a slow burn and a huge payoff. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah, that's, yeah. And that's what I kind of got from this as well. Just that slow burn. And honestly, the way um, that Sarah was portrayed and the way Alexandra Esso portrayed her was a very sympathetic but then the turn happens, and yeah. you realize
1: it's not the same person anymore. No, it's like, it, it, and it's basically, like you said, it's all about the transformation.
0: Yeah, which is... Which is good payoff, good payoff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And this is not a movie that has a happy ending. I Unless, I, I guess I, I get I, to I put it your perspective. I, I, you
1: know, I, I think it was a happy ending. Yeah, but, but at what It was cost? a happy ending for her.
0: You know, that's I love this, how, how horror can do this, because... I'm gonna say right now, I liked, liked, I loved this movie. Like this, I is,
1: thoroughly enjoyed this yeah, movie. Yeah,
0: I might. I'm actually thinking about going to Atomic Cotton and picking up the shirt now. It's a badass
1: shirt. It's a great shirt oh, because it, it does badass. incorporate
0: the satanic imagery on yeah. there. And it, I'll tell you this: if you were not a child of the '80s and weren't around for the the satanic scare, mm-hmm. you missed out, man. Yeah. Just googled Geraldo and Satan, <sighs> and you're gonna have a joy for about 40 minutes, man. Yeah. Because you know, 60 Minutes was talking about it. It was it was very real. So for this to be a callback, and again, tying the Satanism with Hollywood mm-hmm. in terms of what these yeah. young starlets, you know, how do we know that, you know, uh, Julia Roberts didn't, you know. I think that's
1: the only way she really became a star. Absolutely. Like by selling her soul or selling doing something. Selling the soul, man. And I've always said that, like, the reason why Oprah does so many nice things and for everybody is because she really, like, eats orphans. <laughs> Drinks unicorns' blood. Right. She's like, <laughs> she just goes like, I'm going to settle I'm a, a school in Africa. And then, like. The villagers start disappearing. Right. You <laughs> know, and just like I don't know what happened. You know there's, so.
0: there's always a cost, man. Yeah, she
1: can't do that many nice things without having like some sort of evil thing. Can't can't
0: I, appreciate I, the sweet without I, the sour, man. Right. You know, there's I, gotta I think, be that eternal yeah. balance. I
1: think there's some Ikes with her mics you know there's like, the mics. They're, <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, you get a car and I'll take your soul right. you get a car and you get a car, you get, a car you get eviscerated you yeah. get a car wait what was that what <laughs> you, oh shit what are we huh? doing what are we doing <laughs> <laughs> honey what's going on <laughs> release the hounds no. <laughs> I, uh, and
0: it just makes sense though if you think about it especially mm-hmm. you know at what price you know yeah. Yeah. and that's that's more maybe a visit of an indictment on current culture just in terms of people wanting to be celebrities Yeah. you know no one wa- No, one everyone wants to be famous rather than actually being good at something. Yeah. Which is just scary. Everybody wants to be a Kardashian. Oh, absolutely. And now unfortunately with the ease of technology, everyone Mm -hmm. has that outlet. Which again, which is why it's, you know, hard for some of these horror movies to get seen because this movie could have very easily, I would imagine, fallen in the crash. Absolutely. Yeah. My God, can you imagine that?
1: Oh, the, this movie needs to be seen by as many people absolutely, as possible. Absolutely. Yeah, I cannot recommend Starry yeah, this Eyes is enough. A great
0: movie. Yeah, definitely because this is, I'm kind of proud now because this is, you know, we're in 2015, so we're still, I'd like to say, Early on the bandwagon, right?
1: Because, but this is not the kind of movie that you watch at a party. This is not no. the kind of movie that you get drunk and like like. Watch, this is not a you know? sorority house massacre no, this kind is, of movie. No, this is like you sit and you actually watch this movie. This is like an American Mary. This is a movie that you yet you have to pay attention. to. Absolutely. And you've got these younger filmmakers coming in now and make and again, I can tell you
0: can tell that this is you know a very new movie, but mm-hmm. they filtered in all the good stuff. Yeah. And it's like you know, as they they're paying homage to the past masters right and if you if you're when you're going to crib crib from the best and they did exactly exactly but they put it through their own
1: filter and then that made it their own yes and that's
0: what i love yeah i love seeing that happen the transformation uh you know the 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 torch being passed if Mm -hmm. you will i
1: love that because they're they're out there doing they're making and they're making it so we can appreciate it and and on the reverse of that i'd like to see i would like this to be a challenge to some of the masters like step, step, step your game, game up. up yeah yeah oh the student has become the master well you know?
0: know and i i yes i would love to see that but also that with that comes the possibility of failure right you know and right. you know actually but you know maybe if they get their competitive juices flowing mm-hmm. again the true masters will continue to rise right you know because they are masters for a reason so yeah like you said man
1: i, I i'm hoping that this like that this is, I hope that a lot of them, the masters, like a lot of the Dantes mm. and the and like the Cronenbergs and the Hoopers. Of, the Hooper, yeah. It, fucking even the Romeros. Absolutely. Are like looking at this and like, you know what? This is a good fucking movie. I really like this. I need to show them what I can still do. Absolutely. You know, because they're, like you said, they're masters for a reason. So yeah,
0: I don't want to see them become stagnant. You know, I want to
1: see them right. work
0: and create. And even if, you know what, they throw out a couple of duds. Who cares? Still, I don't it's gonna... don't rest on your laurels. Exactly, yeah, man. You know? yeah, yeah, no, it's time to get out there. And you know what? I'm, that's why I'm glad to see you know John Carpenter releasing that music. Mm-hmm. I miss that stuff. You know, oh, yeah. Escape from New York, Halloween, Prince of Darkness. Uh-huh. They're all awesome, my favorite soundtracks. They're so good. Yeah. Oh, They're
1: yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, like you can you can tell a Carpenter song. Oh yeah, from anything. You oh know? yeah, I mean, it's I mean, he's
0: got that timbre. That's just that you know you some people listen to. With and they go oh, that's coltrane that's dexter mm-hmm. gordon you know he's just got that that like, oh that's john carpenter mm-hmm. or when someone apes it you go oh shit that's
1: very carpenter yeah, carpenter yes yeah. you know
0: you, they're, they're pulling for that so yeah just for that i think uh not not just for that but that just adds that just little that's the cherry on top of mm-hmm. everything else of everything else they gave us with this film man yeah. so i'm very happy now because listen I consider myself a pretty good you know, a horror dude, yeah, you know. Definitely. I'd like to say that I'm well versed and now I'm so happy that I feel justified in that title that we've granted upon ourselves right. you now. The you know, heavy the crown that wears heavy the head that wears the crown. Yeah. But now we're good. Yeah. We're one step closer now. Yeah, we can we can say, Oh yeah, for we've seen. absolutely man so you haven't seen it yeah we can class the judging eye now you don't go really i've no i noticed that pitch in your voice going higher buddy come here sit down let's take this in so we're going to take a real quick real quick break and when we come back we're going to delve into anxiety dreams and what we call creepypasta we'll be back Alright, we are back, and uh, during this time here on the podcast, we're going to wrap things up here on Nightmare Junkhead. We like to do a little thing called... Creepy pasta, <laughs>
1: and what is creepy pasta? Well, basically, creepy pasta is the name given to all kinds of weird urban legend type of things going on in the. Wait, area. wait,
0: urban legend like, uh, ooh, what's in my
1: seat? Oh no, it's an AIDS filled oh, no. needle! <laughs> oh no! Or like, uh, don't eat that Halloween candy. There's poison or needles or razor razor blades, blades. Yeah, razor blades or oh like, oh watch out for that clown. He'll kill ya. <laughs> do you. Do remember? We remember talking. We were talking about the big scare in the eighties of the uh, the uh, Satanists. But do you remember the killer clown scare? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's not right. No. That's already just you know tapping into an inner inner primate fear, you know. Then like a couple of years later, Hi Georgie, you want a balloon? Do they float? Oh, they float. They all float down here. And when you're down here, you'll float
0: too. And I just grabbed my pants. Thank you very much, <laughs> genius. I needed that. Good lord. <laughs>
1: Hi, Greg. <laughs> oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> I love that movie. Don't worry. I'll get my friends together. We'll have an orgy. We'll defeat you. It's fine. You know, it that's how it is. Oh, God. It's so horrid. It's so it's just Stephen King. Don't know what he got... what's in his head
1: sometimes. So it's basically it is. It's the urban legend. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe like images. Basically, Kiribasta is a child of the internet you know something that could have only been born and spawned right, from the internet right i mean there's even creepy posters about uh i've seen things about uh jeff the killer um, and I'll talk about that later on in other episodes. There's one about the smile. There's one even about SpongeBob SquarePants. Interesting, yeah. interesting. So yeah. again, everyone has an
0: outlet, and damn it, if we don't have to go through it. Mm-hmm. But one of the ones that I, that came to mind in this movie was Sarah is haunted by increasingly disturbing dreams mm-hmm. uh, to the point where it's like, ooh, what is real and what's reality? And that reminds me of way back in the 80s to one of the great you know, all-time horror franchises, but Nightmare on Elm Street, was I always heard, A rumor, and I could you know I was never sure if this rumor was true. You know, it's a fucking rumor. Yeah. But the rumor was that Nightmare on Elm Street was based on a true story.
1: Yeah. Basically, I think it was a a kid, fifteen year old kid in Japan or Korea or somewhere, where he said he couldn't sleep because if he fell asleep, he would die, Mm -hmm. and he like did everything in his power to stay awake. And I think after like his parents took him to the doctor, and they finally sedated him after ten days of no sleep. And then as soon as he slept and he got up screamed terribly and just died and died yeah and Wes craven kind of
0: ran with it and came up you know with freddy krueger mm-hmm. but uh the interesting thing star eyes though is again it kind of is, it's that bridge between reality and dreams you know what is and she starts out it was just oh my god it was such a surreal experience as she's reading for her audition and you can tell she's nervous yeah and then there's a shot of the her her outline And then some of it is, like, gone. Yeah. And then there's a flash to her face. Then another shot to the the outline, and it's nothing there. But just highlight. Just highlight. highlight, Yeah. yeah. And then it starts, the blood starts dripping. Mm -hmm. And then it just gets nightmarish from there, and then she wakes up. And you're like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Like... Is this real life? (laughs) You hope you've been gassed by a goddamn dentist, okay? Because, you know, they talk about, you know, in public speaking, you know, you you get up there and you're afraid you're naked or something, but they never talk about the anxiety dream where... Oh, you're only supposed to think that you're naked
1: when you go up on top? (laughs) Maybe that's why I'm not allowed to the Knights of Columbus anymore. Oops. (laughs) Oops, <laughs>
0: uh, sir. Uh, it's cool, man. It's cool. I read the I, in a I book. got a
1: speech. You got a speech to do, man. I'm Don't talking, you know this shit? I know. I got a
0: speech. I'm name What's the matter? <laughs> yeah, sometimes we would get the stank on the hangdown, man. They can't <laughs> kind of appreciate that. But it just takes it to that crazy extension. I was like, that's a fucked up dream. Yeah. Like you know, that kind of a dream you wake up from, going, "Oh my god, what's going on?" So I wanted to find out if you wouldn't mind. You know, we're gonna we're gonna reveal a little bit. We've already atoned for not seeing Starry Eyes, mm-hmm. uh, so we're gonna go in a little bit. The kind of dream that either you had as a kid, you have now, or is one that has ki- followed you yeah. from your childhood. Uh, something, just that anxiety, stress, crazy-ass dream. Do you yeah. have any?
1: I actually have. Um, I don't dream a lot anymore. That's a sad state of Aww. affairs, I know. <laughs> Christmas time. But um, w- there was a couple of dreams I do remember. Um, one, if I have a dream where my family dies. Family like, in peril? Or just they die? They Dead. I don't know what happened. They got killed or what. And then I wake up and I'm like, usually, like, crying. I wake up crying. It's like all my family and friends are just gone. That's They're intense and scary, gone. man. Like, and it's not like, you know, oh, my brother died and all that. I mean, that's bad enough, but I'm talking like my brother, my mom, my friends, everybody just died died and i'm like and i wake up and i'm just like in tears and i'm like what happened right Whew. and the, um another one i usually free when i have like a big thing to do i usually then um, i go to sleep and i'm thinking about stress anxiety i'm usually drowning Ooh, okay drowning and- is definitely a big one for me and then there's one dream from my childhood that i remember vividly And uh, so, but
0: this is not one that it's that you've had, but this is one you had back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Terrified. Sit, lay down on the couch.
1: Yeah. You're in a safe place. It was almost like, um, oh gosh, there was this this uh, string of Italian horror movies called The City of the Dead or The Knights of the Dead or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Where those great Italian zombie Mm -hmm. ripoff movies. Right. Well, there was one where they're Knights Templar, and they're riding these horses. On a train, I, running towards a person on a train, and I'm on the caboose of the train looking at these horrible, faceless, like just shape, almost like ring wraths. Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like a wrath or a yeah, or something yeah, there. Right? Yeah, riding horses with knives, and then like they reach out, and this it was this skeletal, skeleton hand that's like parts of sinew and just like gore reaching out and then as and then as soon as it clamped on my face i woke up and terrified i had that dream three times in my entire life and the weird thing is after i had that dream um a couple of years later something bad happened oh no really yeah
0: oh good lord yeah. man so it did serve as like a weird ass omen for yeah. you i mean
1: either a couple of like about a year or so or a month but ever i would always remember i'm like fuck i remember that dream man. well i was
0: gonna say if, if you distinctly remember yeah three it, times yeah
1: i mean it's same thing so, i don't know that's frightening man yeah it was creepy you should be checking for uh, you know pentagrams you know around your <laughs> house or whatever right? you know fortunately i haven't had that dream since i was like you know
0: really yeah. damn okay well I'm we're excising and you know <laughs> damn. Damn. Okay. Well, I know right <laughs> so I have had one one dream well there's a variant of a dream but there's always two things present that will just induce such just terror in me where mm-hmm. I'm willing myself to wake up and this is actually it's another callback to what we talked about earlier in the podcast but uh, John Carpenter you know the master that he is yeah. Produced uh, a couple iconic things in Halloween, uh, the movie Halloween. Number one, the score. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. You know that one. Like I don't want to. I don't want to start humming. It gets going to scare the shit out of me. But the one I like is that dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it is horrible, and it's just, but it works so well because yeah. even just joking about it's it, that's creepy. still creepy. And the other thing that works so well in that movie are the shots of Michael, my excuse me, just the shape mm-hmm. in the background, whether he's just staring at you yes. or maybe he yes. peers around a corner, and then when they turn around, you hear like that. <laughs> that is what follows me that is what haunts my dreams the the score and just michael myers it'll start almost like a slow burn where Mm. in my dreams i see him in the background and i'm like fuck it's starting let's get the fuck out of here like you know kristen call me you know i'm i'm pulling nightmare you know (laughs) on elm street you know get alice in here and I can't, and I can't escape, and then it starts to escalate because then he does start chasing me, and it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things where in the in the movie Halloween, that great shot of the shape at the top of the stairs, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of shit that happens, and then the music starts escalating, Fuck. and I'm again, I'm trying to wake During up. You're in
1: your own horror movie. Oh,
0: it is awful, and I'll wake up. Uh, you know, I always wake up. I So far, so good. Always, you know, right? (laughs) The vestal virgin, somehow. I'm the final girl, but I always wake up, but I'm petrified to go back to sleep. Oh, man. And I can't even look down the hallway because what am I afraid of? Mm -hmm. That fucking white face just staring at me. And so that's just one of the things. It's just, and I've had that dream ever since I was little, and I'm 38, and I still have it. Man, it's insane. And it's not
1: often, but.
0: Once every three months, man, really? it'll it'll hit in, and Shit. oh yeah, I just wake up petrified.
1: Okay, I got a story for you. Lay it on me. Okay, so I this was at, right after high school, and I was at the Kansas City, Kansas Community College, and I was down in the music with the music ring, wing, and they have on timers the lights. If nobody's walking in the hallway, they'll all go off. Mm-hmm. Right, so I'm getting out of class late. And I get off, and the hallway's dark. So when I move, then just that one little partition of light is just hitting me. Everything behind me is dark. Everything ahead of me is dark behind and front. So I start walking. Lights come off. The light behind me goes. I keep walking on. Light ahead of me is on. Light behind me goes. So I'm in the music, music thing. I forgot that I was because I was probably high at the time. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy in the in the, in the other room. Right, well, but before I get to that, all of a sudden I hear bum 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 bum. playing the like. It's not in your head. It's real. No, it's fucking real. It's like literally. It's coming from. I'm done. It's I'm coming done. from the piano in the room. And then I just scream, "Fuck!" Right, just like loud as shit. And like, if it suddenly stops. And then I say, hey, what's going on over there? I'm like, were you playing that Halloween music? Yeah. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> he goes, what? And I go, look, dude, see how dark it is? I'm walking in this thing alone. Lights are going off behind me. <laughs> Fucking just, it's a dark-ass hallway, and you're playing the Halloween. Oh, I didn't know you were in the hallway, dude. My oh, bad. Oh, that is just, that, is that, now is that guy a true genius? <laughs> because good Lord, man. Yeah, that that really happened. that I, That was like one of the few times where I was like, Fuck That's where you have to question shit. reality. You're right. It's like, it was like on the piano, like, bum, 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 bum. I'm like, Shh, That is horrible, man. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Good Dude, Lord. it was great, because I, I, you know what, I do believe, I, because that right after high school, it was nothing but Super Nintendo Bong Fest <laughs> when I went to the community college. So, like, I was, like, literally, like, kind of like you're already uh, you know yeah. escalating <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and just that that fucking brought me down real quick that is insane i
0: can't even imagine the pure terror that would come from that uh and i god i can't think honestly and just in terms of talking about you know, the dreams <laughs> the terror you know of you know because you were trying to attain your dreams i'm sure you know and it's like oh this is how it ends man yeah. i'm in a slasher film here set in a community college oh god damn it. it's like
1: student bodies Hey, you want some horse head bookends?
0: <laughs> you, you can go Scream 3, I think, was set. No, Scream 2 was set in the, uh, the, yeah, the, uni- the, the, the yeah, university. And uh-huh. Slaughter
1: High. And,
0: oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Splatter University. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them that are l- 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 lend themselves to the collegiate setting. Yeah. Uh, but I think of no better way to kind of end our inaugural episode here. Um, but hopefully, though, you know, you can find us on the wonderful Boom Howdy podcast network, along with, along with a number of shows. A lot of good shows you name something out there we're gonna have it for you Mm -hmm. um but we're gonna be doing this quite a bit here folks and like i said we've got a lot in store for you uh whether we're atoning for our past sins turning
1: creating new ones
0: absolutely man (laughs) sinister uh you know we're you know know, recommending the, the good stuff the new stuff the past stuff we're gonna cover it all here we're gonna have a lot of fun doing it we hope you had fun uh my name is greg i'm genius mcgee and we will see you in your dreams